To you it's just a game, for me it's all I know I make them remember my name before I have to go Losing, I can't fathom, that's a champion's passion Confidence never lacking, drop the beat, let's attack them They be checking for the content, you tired of that nonsense No gimmicks, break limits, quality is I promise This is more than a show, this is a way of life Cause the game as it grows, takes us to higher heights Check the stats before you check me And don't tell me who the greatest if you don't know the history Robert Ramon and Carlos the new big three and if the pins ain't from them don't bring them to me because i go off like a rocket launcher man i just ain't the beat i'm a real monster i can hear the crowd chanting mvp that's my mantra here's a standing on for the opinionated bench warmers welcome to the opinionated bench warmers emergency podcast y'all know why we're here y'all know why we're recording y'all know why, what we're doing right here i don't even have to ask Ramon how he feeling like i usually do on our normal episodes man what's good man what's, what's good bro what's you know what's good bro <laughs> <laughs> you know what's good you ain't even gotta ask me bro you know we we already know I'm not going to steal your thunder. Uh, I already know what you're about to lead off with, bro. Just want to say what's up to the listeners. We appreciate y'all. Uh, shout out to all of y'all. Shout out to Los as well, man. But I'm not going to hold it. I'm going to let you get into it, brother. Let them know what's going on. Well, if you haven't heard, the Lakers have made successfully made a trade for Russell Westbrook point guard currently with the Washington Wizards. A huge deal, multiple pieces. We'll get into the details about the trade, but now you have a Lakers team, Los Angeles Lakers team with AD, LeBron, and Russell Westbrook, all future Hall of Famers. I mean, one of the biggest deals, one of the biggest trades in a while, man. I, I think I, I think I'll put this trade up. I don't know, man. We made some some great trades. We'll get to that. Uh, but I mean, look, man, I'm gonna give you the floor. I mean. We we got the news a couple hours ago, so we're recording right now nine twenty four uh, Central Time. We just had to hop on, man. It's, as a peanut dimension, almost lost in this absence. Shout out to our brother. You know we are Lakers fans, which brought us together originally. So it's only right that we put something out and give our reaction of this huge news of Russell Westbrook being traded to the Los Angeles Lakers. Ramon, what was your first reaction? Yeah, man. So first reactions, honestly, you know, we kind of started seeing the rumors and the different things circulating. You know, we always on Twitter got the alerts, refreshing the timeline. So you started to see, you know, that the Los Angeles Lakers and the Washington Wizards were in trade talks, you know, centered around Russell Westbrook, obviously. And um, it's one of those things that even kind of Los was saying it is like, you kind of you're believing it because the big names like Sham Sarania and Woj and all of that are, are talking about it. But it's like you almost don't want to move too quickly or like jump into it and get too excited too quickly. Um, and then, of course, when the news actually officially broke during the draft, I was just excited, bro. Like, you know, I know that this is, is, a, is a deal. And as, as we talk, you know, there are going to be obviously many sides to this. There are a lot of different reactions that you're going to hear. But honestly, I think for the Lakers, it's an excellent move. 
Uh, from the standpoint of two, I know that Bron and AD have been on the phone with Rob Palinka, definitely talking this through, talking to Russ as this is going on. So this isn't something that is a surprise to them. Uh, people talk a lot about the fit on the court. I'm sure we'll get into some of that, you know, talking about the shooting dynamic, maybe of Russ, some of the spacing issues that they deal with. But at the end of the day, like you said, man, you're getting three Hall of Fame talents together. And so for me, when you get those kind of guys together and, you know, ultimately when you have a personality like a LeBron, when you have an Anthony Davis, those guys are going to look to make it work. And honestly, at this point in Russ's career, he just wants to win. Like he has all the accolades, all the all-star appearances, the all-NBA, the triple-double record, all of that. And so now it's time to win. So honestly, bro, I was just happy about it. To me, at this point, I'm not trying to think about the deficiencies. I'm not trying to think about, oh, this or that has to click. Honestly, I believe that it was a move that needed to be made, and I fully support it. Well, you know, our platform, we have to be responsible. Let's give the details of the deal. If you haven't heard about this, by some form of imagine, the Washington Wizards agreed to a trade Wessel Westbrook, a 2024 second-round pick, a 2028 second round pick to the Lakers for Kyle Kuzma, KCP, Montrez Harrell, and they also got the 22nd, our 22nd pick of the first round. Um, huge deal, first reported by Shams. So uh, it, it was interesting too on Twitter, as you mentioned, it kind of was like a Shams versus Woj type deal because Woj was reporting that the Lakers was really entertaining the Kings and trying to get Buddy Hill in some type of form or fashion that involved the deal with Kyle, Kyle Kuzma and KCP and Montrez Harrell, as we knew. And then you had Shams. We were like, Shams just dropped the bomb. I mean, I know it's called the Woj bomb, but when Shams said that there's a real possibility that we're interested and we're in serious talks with uh with uh, Washington and trying to obtain Russell Westbrook, it, it kind of was interesting to me because you saw them both. And then you saw like once Sham started giving more detail, you saw it, you saw Woj giving more detail. Yep. So what did you think about the, who, 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 who side were you on? Woj or Sham's here? I was on Sham's side because the thing about <laughs> it, when it comes to the Lakers, man, Sham's yeah. is the guy when it comes to the Lakers. Right. One thing that I want to break out, it may not be said all the time, but we in Laker nation understand that Woj is kind of a closet Laker hater um and so he's gonna always kind of say little things little subtle things you know he talked about before how the Lakers were shopping Kyle Kuzma and nobody was interested yeah, nobody is pretty much that. picking up I you know that. before we made the AD deal the Lakers don't have enough to get AD but then when we made it oh the Pelicans got a historic haul for Anthony Davis um, so, so Woj, we understand. We know that you're a closet Laker <laughs> hater, bro. Like, just come out and say it at this point. We know what it is. So I'm rocking with Shams in any of those instances. So Shams was the one. He broke it first. He's the guy. And then Woj had to pick it up because he know he had to save face. And did we, did, we, did we expose Woj here on the podcast? Woj is exposed. <laughs> oh, Woj hey. is exposed. <laughs> yeah, he is, he is exposed. And, and you saw him kind of backtracking because – he kind of got ahead of the deal because you kind of saw, like, I don't know, I'm petty, so I pay attention to stuff like this. Like, you saw Woj, once Sham dropped the bomb, and then once Sham started to kind of give sort of uh, some type of detail that this was a possibility, then you saw Woj tweet, all but, he didn't break it, but he was like, uh, 
the Lakers almost, you know, it's yeah. just one little word that you put almost have, you know, like, nah, right. bro. And then I went back to Shams. Shams ain't say nothing. Shams just had the detail, and then Shams, like, it's official. Then Woj, Woj announced it. So it is interesting. Uh, I think Shams at this point has proven that he's very credible. I think Woj has lost some of his credibility over the, over time. But I think that ultimately those guys are the most credible NBA sources that we have. So, you know, the, despite him always being a Laker hater, we all have our biases and it's being obvious. Um, and I do uh, believe everything Sham say, but whoa, just, you know, he always dropping the bombs. Right. Um, but I thought that was interesting. Uh, but my, my, my first thoughts about the deal um, is just it, the way my mind works. I don't know if I have apologized and, Ramon, you'll probably join me on this because we both was uh, talking to Los about this. And when the Magic versus Rob Palenka deal went down, when Magic quit abruptly, you know, we, we saw it. It was like, we was on Magic's side, you know? Well, yeah. It, initially, t- initially. I was I was an in-betweener. I was an in-betweener. So, so you were you had your side, Los had his side. I was that in between okay, okay, kind of okay. voice of reason well, both ways. Yeah. Well, I give I give Rob Palenka an apology, uh, despite what foolishness Magic was talking about back in the day of why he quit. Uh, just because he's done such a masterful job in being a general manager um, in in his time. I mean, I think that we could credit Magic for getting LeBron when it was uh, reported that he sat in the car with LeBron outside of his mansion and spoke to him for an hour or so and convinced LeBron to come to the Lakers. So that was really the beginning. That was a a very integral part of where we are today because the fact that we got LeBron, that was obviously the cornerstone of the beginning of this era where we're dominating back like we're we're back in 2010 and in those years. Um, but you know, I, I think since then, Rob Palinka, I, I wasn't quite sure when Magic left abruptly like that. I was upset because I felt like Magic was the guy. But you know, Kobe, God rest his soul, Kobe said he had a lot of faith in Rob Palinka, and I didn't see it at the time, but now I see what Kobe sees. I guess the world sees what Kobe saw in Rob Palinka as a GM. He's done a masterful job. I mean, he he, he completed the deal for AD. You know, he got rid of that, 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 you know, he got rid of some bad contracts that we signed over the years. Um, he was able to, you know, obtain, you know, Montreal Harris, you know, I mean, Montreal Harrell, you know, which would, would turn out to be a great asset that we could even make a deal for Russell Westbrook. So, you know, uh, along with the drafting and his decision making, I, I owe him an apology. He's done a great job. And I think he should have been the executive of the year, um, you know, last year um I think that he'll probably get it this year he's my favorite to get it I don't see why not if this ends up working but you know the deals that he made he's very proactive you know he made the tough decision of getting rid of Luke Walton that was a tough decision to make uh to get rid of Luke Walton who was a Laker alumni and a young coach but you know he he made that decision so I think that you know you know, Rob Palenka is 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 masterful in the way that he's able to work the cap. Uh, he knows what to do. And it, it just seems like a lot of times, like during our down years, we was down for for, for some time. Um, not almost nine years we were down. But the thing about him is that it seems like in years past when we were down, it was things that 
the office wasn't doing that we thought was just common sense. And it seems like Rob Palenka does what he does. He's seen, he's, he's looking at Brooklyn. He's like, okay, LeBron and AD as great as they are. This may not be enough. I need to do something. And with him getting Westbrook, now we're up there with where Brooklyn is. So I think that it's just, uh, he's done a good job. I owe him an apology. What he's done in the past uh, is amazing. And as a GM, as an executive, you know, as a former, um, um, uh, shoot, uh, as a former sports agent, I mean, he's he's done a good job, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that you said it perfectly. I don't have too much to add to that, honestly. Uh, but what I will say is, as Lowe said on his Twitter today, get a man his flowers. You know, give the man yeah. his flowers just like you just did. You have to represent, uh, you know, recognize the work that he's been putting in. One of the big things and the key things that you said is that he has been proactive. He's not a reactive guy. He's proactive. Even like you mentioned last offseason, we know that things got derailed from an injury standpoint. But some of those things, we didn't see the Schroeder thing happening when it happened. We were shocked when the Montrez Harrell situation happened. So like you said, he's a guy that's proactive. He's seeing ahead. A lot of people already bringing up questions about, okay, so how are they going to fill out the roster now? In Palenka, we trust. Like, in Palenka, we trust. And so, in Mickey Loomis, we trust, and Rob Palenka. Uh, I said in Palenka, we. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just messing with hey, you, Mickey is a magician with the, <laughs> yeah. with the, with the cap, man. Yeah, bro. But, we, we we talking about the Lakers now, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. but um, I even, yeah, I don't want to talk about the Saints anyway. But. Yeah, but no, <laughs> but but you already said it all, bro. I don't really have much to add to that. Hats off to him. Shout out to Rob Palenka for what he's doing. Yeah, he's great. So now that we have the what, we can transition into the roster construction. My opinion is the joke that's floating around Twitter, as you can see, is that where the Lakers going to shoot, you know, are the Lakers going to play with two basketballs? Okay, so the, I want to I want to really attack the, the second piece. Are the Lakers going to play with two basketballs? If the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving can be successful despite the before the injuries with that with those three ball dominant guys, I feel like the Lakers can make it work. And the, the common denominator there is that great players figure it out. These are smart basketball players. Their basketball IQ is off the charts. And long as their end goal is to win, which Russell Westbrook has said that, because he said that in his actions and wanted to come to L.A., you know, they'll figure it out. They'll make it work. Yeah. No, I 100% agree with that. You know, you look at the fact that, even back then when the Miami Big Three came together and they were trying to figure out, you know, Wade and LeBron being ball-dominant guys, you having a big and Chris Bosh, like, how are they going to make that work? And like you said, ultimately, those great players, they come together, they figure out how they need to adjust their games, they sacrifice, and they make it work. You know, I know that people won't like this as an example just because, you know, technically they did flame out in the second round uh, last year. But ultimately... What I will say is Russ adjusted his game when he played with James Harden. Russ played more off ball. You saw his scoring numbers be up more that his scoring numbers be up more. His assists dropped. He had about seven assists per game that year. So you're looking at a guy that he did play more off ball when James Harden was around. He ran into a team that was more talented in the Lakers with AD and LeBron. 
and they got beat just like so many other teams got mopped up in that postseason. Um, so you're looking at guys that I feel will adjust. And I feel that, honestly, like you were talking about roster construction, Rob Polinka is going to fill out this roster in the way that it needs to be filled out. There will be surrounding pieces and shooters that will come. Um, it was already, I mean, we were already hearing the reports, you know, about a, a guys kind of lining up to take the veteran minimum to come and play for the Lakers. We still have that mid-level exception out there to go and get a shooter. So, Mello. <laughs> yeah, Melo, I, I believe Melo will come and play. He, I think he'll take that role off the bench. I believe he will be a Laker. We talked about that a little bit earlier. So the roster is going to fill out. They will figure it out from a basketball standpoint. Do I understand and do we know? Are we going into this blind and not saying, okay, this is what the eyes tell us could be the issues and the problems and the deficiencies from a shooting or floor spacing standpoint or, you know, who's going to handle the ball and all that. We see those kind of things, but we understand that great players, like you said, figure it out and that the roster will be built out around those guys. Yeah, man, I think that. and. More interesting enough, we saw a couple weeks ago, AD and LeBron followed Russell Westbrook's wife. Yeah. Is this the new way to send a message? Oh, yeah. Because I'm going to say, I'm, I guess I'm old. I'm an old head in the head because I was like, oh, man, they just making news reports out of nothing. He just, They just followed each other. But that it turned to find out that really meant something. Yeah. These guys have talked behind the scenes. We know that LeBron is a master behind the scenes as far as manipulating it now one thing that i did see that was interesting is that someone said montrez harrell which is a clutch sports client opted in because he's a clutch sports player he got manipulated to opt in in order for him to be a trade asset i disagree with that because let me explain this i mean it's our you know we're a responsible platform and explain to the to a sports fan is that montrez harrell for the past two years have had, you know, out but outside of that year where he won sixth fan of the year um, and with the Clippers, uh, he's had a down year with us, you know. And, you know, people, I think in the playoffs, he became a liability on defense in the playoffs as well. And he was getting paid $9 million this year. I'm sure that he opted in, not because he wanted to help out LeBron, but it was more so the thing where he may have, may have felt like I may have been advised that, hey, look, take this nine mil so you you know you're going to be moved, but take this nine mil because we're not sure that you're going to get that nine mil on the free agency market after the season that you had this past year. Yeah, that's 100% accurate. You know that we've discussed this offline and we've talked about Trez's situation and knowing that Trez was only going to opt in under the standpoint that he was going to be moved. Um, so he knew he was going to be moved. The market is not great this summer for a guy like Trez. It's not just even personally Trez, but any guy along those lights, the market is not great. Everyone knows that coming into really the 2022 offseason is where more money is going to be available. So it suits Trez to get this nine mil to play again, kind of how he played that year with the Clippers and then to re-enter the market and hopefully get a deal that he could have potentially gotten last offseason. So like you and he were got saying, six man of the year that year, right? Yeah, six man of the year. Yeah. So like yeah. you were saying, you know, ultimately 
the market wasn't going to be there for Trez in this offseason like it really could have been there for him last offseason. And so um, he made the smart move and opting in with knowing that, hey, I'm going to be moved and I can rebuild (laughs) my image. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. So it wasn't just he he clutched sports and he going to help out. No, it's just refusing some of the foolishness that you can see on Twitter. Uh, but just to clear that up, I mean, $9 million in the bag is better than $3 million that you don't know what you're going to get, three or four. Uh, but I just wanted to clear that up. I want to address that. But, hey, so let's look at this roster. Um, I know that it's been also said that we're going to need shooters because uh, AD – I mean, I, I, Westbrook is not a great shooter. AD is a serviceable shooter, and LeBron has become a better shooter over the years, um, as we've seen – um, we know we need some shooting shooting around us, but I would be inclined to say, you know, tell me if you agree or not, but I feel like finding cheap shooters is probably easier than anything else. When you yep. get a playmaker like Westbrook, you can get a, a if you can get somebody, it's gonna be a lot of open shots, a lot of kickouts. So I feel like, you know, a finding a shooter shouldn't be a problem. No, I agree with you there. Um, and you're gonna have guys that are lining up for that. Who is not going to line up for also to even if let's just say it's on a one year deal, who's not going to line up for the chance to contend for a championship, but also probably shoot the highest percentage in their career because (laughs) they're getting wide open looks. Um, And so you're looking at a situation where it's a shooter's dream to come and play with a trio like that. That's going to command that type of attention that can create for them. So like you said, I think that that's a little overblown. Now, what does concern me a little bit, you know, as we've talked at different times, is how those guys will step into handling that L.A. pressure uh, because yeah. we seem to have a, a, it's a real. little small kind of situation with Look guys. Look at Schroeder, bro. Look yeah, well, Dennis guys Schroeder. ball out the year before, shoot lights out <laughs> Danny Green, and then become a Laker, <laughs> and all of a sudden don't know how to shoot. Then, then go, go to, to Philly, team. yeah. <laughs> and shoot lights out. Right. Um, so that's the only thing that does scare me a little bit. But um, shooters will be lining up, so you well, it'll get. Hey, out. hey, Brian Forbes, if you're listening, Brian <laughs> Forbes, Bryn, Bryn, Bryn. Shout out to his name. Shout out to his name, Bryn, <laughs> Bryn Forbes. Uh, I think that's a bad thing. <laughs> Maybe I should edit that out. <laughs> right. Not the greatest recruiting pitch right. to, <laughs> to mispronounce his name. But uh, but what I'll say, too, is going to be a key factor, as we were talking about that roster construction, is going to be AD's willingness to play the five specifically in the playoffs. AD in big moments, 100% is going to have to I play think the he five will. I think for this he will, though. I think he will. Even last year, he said, you know, I'll play wherever. I just want to win. So, I mean, he's gotten a little taste of that NBA Finals. He know that the before long, this team will be his completely. So, I think that he just, you know, he, he I think he's okay. I, I think that he had to approve of this trade. You know, I think, you know, even in that 2020 season when we won a championship, they, they admitted that, hey, look, they consulted with us and who we wanted, you know, to fill this roster out. So, um, you know, it's, it's a lot going on in the league. Uh, we got the NBA draft going on right now. Um, we'll get to that in a second. We'll touch on that. But this is all about the Lakers and that big move of trading for Russell Westbrook. So do you think that this is enough to compete with the Brooklyn Nets right now? Um, as it stands currently, no. 
Um, wow. As no, but this is what I'm saying. As the roster gets built out, it will be. Um, I trust that Palinka will do the things necessary to build a roster out um, in order to make it be able to contend with uh, Brooklyn. So as it stands today, if you just went into the season not knowing how it's going to fully be built out. I mean, there's so many question marks, but as it builds out, yes, it will be able to contend with Brooklyn. Um, and ultimately, maybe it's just the Lakers bias, but I think they'll be the favorites going into the season. But So, Ramon, I got a quick I got a quick high take. What if, if someone's asked me what was the favorite? What was my favorite part about this deal? Which, what, what's your favorite part about this deal? Unloading Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> yeah. That was the most exciting part of this draft. I've been a Kyle Kuzma fan, and I, you know, I because I saw his potential, but I think mean, I just was highly disappointed in how he performed in the absence mm-hmm. of AD and LeBron. I think it was time for him to go. I do think that he is talented. And maybe being in Washington will be better because it's less less miles to feed. But you know, I don't think we can use that as an excuse because LeBron and AD were out for the majority of this season, this past season, and he still didn't step up. You know, so it, it, you know the verdict's out for him. But yeah, I, I was just kind of ready to move on for him, especially just the way he carried himself. You know, it, it, it appeared that he became too Hollywood and. You know, it kind of distracted him off the floor. Same with Tyler Hero. He didn't really have the good year that he had in the bubble. And the, the reports saying, the rumors saying that he became too Hollywood, became too uh, uh, consumed with becoming a star off the court. And I feel like that's the same thing that Kyle came into. And, you know, when I see a player um, that goes season to season and there's absolutely no improvement, like what are you doing? Like what have you what are you doing? Like why aren't you working on your game? And that was Kyle Kuzman. If if anything, I don't think he improved. I think that he declined. If that was even possible, so I mean, it you know it it was just disappointing to see you know somebody that we believed in. We traded away everything for AD, and we refused to give up Kyle Kuzman. And you know we paid him, and then it, still you know no. No results at all. Yeah, this is this is what I will say about Kuz. Um, I believe that this was a timely move for both. I believe that Kuz was going to be what we've seen um, as it relates to the Lakers. But I do think that Kuz is going to play well in Washington. Like, I think that he's going to play really well there. Am I saying that I ever believe he'll be all-star caliber or anything like that? I'm not saying that. But I think you're going to see... 18 to 21 point coups again. I think that you're going to see that version of him. I think that the thing with Kyle Kuzma is that he tried to adjust his game so much to fit into what we needed in a sense, but still wasn't able to step up in the moments where we needed rookie coups or second year coups. So I think that he tried to morph his game to you know, maybe become a little bit better of a defender, you know, maybe try to cut off ball a little bit, maybe try to do like the little things that contribute to a championship team as a role player. But I don't think in the moments where we absolutely just said, hey, we need you to actually just go get buckets for us right now. I believe that he kind of lost that version of himself. 
I think that he will rediscover that in Washington. I think that at times people are, are going to be say, you know, be saying, you know, about the Lakers, okay, why did they give up Kyle Kuzma? Look what he's doing. You know, he couldn't do that in LA, but the brights, the lights are brighter in LA. It's just different. And so I think that he'll be more relaxed and I think that he will fit well in Washington. Yeah, I could see that. I, I could, I could definitely see that. And, um, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, I wish him the best. I mean, he's a part of that young core that we grew up watching as a Laker. He's forever. He's a forever Laker. He won a ring with us, yeah. and he contributed to that ring. Um, I wish him the best, and I hope that he does develop in what we saw that he could be because you see flashes of it, like you said. So, I mean, it, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I just think that his time was up in L.A., and, you know, I'm, I'm happy about it, and I think that it was time for him to move on. The next one I'm waiting on us to get rid of is, is Dennis Schroeder as well. I know that he'll be trying to, you know, kind of politic to try to stay after we offered him a deal midway through last year, an extension that he declined. Um, but I, I know definitely that we're not paying him. We're not We're not yeah. going to pay him what he wants, you know, Schroeder's out of there. I really was hoping that some type of way we would get a miraculous thing of the deal expanding and having him involved and getting a chance for Buddy to come as yeah, well. That would be nice. That, man. I would have loved for that to happen. It doesn't seem like that'll you be. You love crazy. Buddy. I, I'm not as high as Buddy as you are, but I understand it. And he can shoot, man. Yeah, he, he can he, shoot. He's a knockdown shooter, and. And, and I don't it, think he'd ever, he would ever, he would ever play with the space that he would have with Russell Westbrook, AD, and LeBron. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there, man. I think that – but we got Talon Horton. We can re-sign him. We have the opportunity to do that as well as uh, – Alex Caruso. Alex Caruso, which I think are two important pieces that we should retain here. Um, who are some other guys out there that you may think that we could add to this roster as far as shooting that could help us? We mentioned Bryn Forbes. But are there any other guys that's on your radar? Um, I mean, I would still take a look at a guy like a J.J. Reddit. You know, I know that he's getting older. He's aged at this point, but he can still shoot. You saw what um, ultimately how LeBron was able to extend Kyle Corver's time in the league, honestly, and still make him relevant. Ray Allen, too. Was, yeah, so, <laughs> uh, so I think that a guy like that that's a knockdown shooter, I would have to kind of go through a little bit more. You already, you know, mentioned Melo, who – I think we kind of all believe we'll be a Laker. I'll yeah. be kind of shocked if he's not a Laker, but yeah. uh, so but, you've mentioned that. Yeah, when I saw we had a veteran exception there, I was like, oh, yeah, that's mellow all day, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Chris Paul, Melo, and LeBron want to play together, uh, but I don't think Chris going to take that discount. <laughs> yeah, now nah, that ship is sailed at this point. <laughs> you know, he's like, I'm staying with the Suns. I was like, y'all don't know. He's not being loyal, man. He got 42 mil on the table, man. I, yeah. I don't. I can't say that I blame him, man. Right there. Yeah, and then you got to think about the fact too of Chris being the the uh, president of, of the basketball, the players' association. Yeah, like, you said that but, last part. Yeah, yeah so like, point. yeah, for him point. to kind of you know say, okay, well now I'm gonna go for the cheat when this whole thing is to fight for the players to get the most that they can. Yeah, it's kind of counterintuitive, yeah. counterproductive. <laughs> but, but even then, even if so, you, if he wasn't president, I still think knowing just knowing who he is, yeah. I think he still would have took the money, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. look at that he got money, too much bro. Pride like, to it's, not, to it's, take a discount. it's easy. When when, when you're not the one that's sitting there right. at the table looking looking at those right. the differences of those figures to be like okay yeah he should just want to win he should just go somewhere <laughs> where he can get a championship like yeah. it's different when I'm sitting there looking at the difference of what three or four or five mil as opposed to forty two 
uh, that 42 is going to look real good. So. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> right. So, man, go Lakers, man. I think that it, it increases our odds of being a 2022 champion. Um, I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, Ramon, we, we've been – you know, we've been up and down on Russ. I know. Like, I right. saved this to the end. You're right. <laughs> like we like we like his mentality towards the game. We love how he doesn't give up on the position and he plays hard. But sometimes, sometimes, sometimes he leaves you wondering. Yeah. yeah, sometimes he definitely leaves you wondering. <laughs> uh, he definitely can't be stat chasing. Uh, yeah, he gonna have to make like meaningful passes. But, yeah, uh, instead of being right there next to the person, and knowing, <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. knowing that he need two rebounds away from right. a triple double, and shoving out, shoving off AD to get a rebound, from a <laughs> so it's right. gonna be interesting. Do you think these personalities can blend? I think that they will, just because I mean LeBron is LeBron, and I think it's the LeBron effect that's gonna make all of that naturally mesh. AD is more of a kind of laid back, go with the flow guy for the most part. And you've already seen, I mean, of course, I know it's not the same, but them being on an Olympic teams more than once together, you know, them also, uh, I mean, they hang out. I mean, there's already been videos circulating, not of today, but previously, obviously, of LeBron and Russ hanging out. So these are guys that hang out off the court at different times. I think that on the court, they'll be able to mesh up and make it work. And I think that even throughout the duration of the year, it'll take a load off of each one of them because none of them will have to shoulder the same load that they're used to shouldering season in and season yeah. out, especially yeah. with a guy like AD that, you know. Yeah, he's like a fluid. And like you mentioned, just to piggyback off LeBron, LeBron, I think his game can be uh, – he can uh, – adjust his game to any situation. He's one of those guys. He's a pass-first guy anyway. He's a playmaker to his core. He'd rather pass than score. So, And then he know what it takes to win. So um, I think Russ does know what it takes to win as well, as well as AD is uh, is being groomed. So um, I think it'll work out. And great, great players always figure it out. I'm excited. I'll probably get a good night rest of sleep tomorrow and i'm debating with the guys tomorrow at work like it's gonna be awesome we are back to prominence rob palenka did it again yeah he did he did he did it again man he never ceased to amaze us um i i hope if we stay healthy i couldn't see a situation where we're not in the western conference finals um we definitely up the table again Lakers traded for Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, AD, and LeBron are now teammates. I don't know how much, how many millions that is. I know I think it's over like 120 something million yeah. or something. Yeah. So it's like what 80% of the cap. <laughs> yeah, we already at 130 for a team already before we really get into the offseason of signing guys. So yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we know Jenny Bus ain't, ain't worried about being in the luxury tax. So we'll, we'll you know, she'll use our own money to you know, she's almost a billionaire. She was our own money for that, so she ain't, we ain't worried about it. But, yeah, man, Cameron Thomas finally off the board to Brooklyn. That's crazy. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that's that – was... oh, man, that's unfair. Cam to Brooklyn? Yeah, that's crazy, man. Ooh. Cameron Thomas from LSU 
to Brooklyn. Yeah, because you know they got rid of Landry Shamit earlier. You know they basically they, upgraded they Landry did, Shamit. They upgraded Landry, someone that can do more of getting his own shot. Oh man, that's crazy. I mean, I could automatically see him as a six man. Cam six Thomas, man the Cam Thomas is a bucket. Brooklyn yeah. definitely just got better. So hey, hey, Rob Polinka, don't sleep just yet, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Can you trade back into this draft? <laughs> right. Don't sleep just yet, brother. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're gonna wrap it up, man. Opinionated bench warmers, Lakers fan, emergency podcast. We delivered the news. Russell Westbrook is now a Laker. We didn't even mention he's a LA native. Yeah. Look at UCLA. You know that type of stuff, but he's he's coming home. He's coming home. Right. Westbrook right. is coming home. Uh, he's a Los Angeles Laker. We welcome Russell Westbrook. Um, for all the Lakers fans out there, we're just excited as you are. Um, thank you for rocking with us. Follow us on O underscore Benchwarmers on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast to get great emergency podcast the night of or the the morning after. Uh, the big news, we try to stay in tune. So make sure that you are subscribed. That That's the way that you can know when we drop an episode and drop some content. And uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Later. Later, man. Shout out to A-Rod for going ham on the, on the, com- in the first conference. <laughs>